You're listening to Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. So, ladies and gentlemen, Jack Barksdale. Hey, everybody, it's Jack Barksdale here. Welcome to another episode of Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. And today, we are here with my cousin, Riley Phillips. Hey, Riley, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Good, good. Yeah, I've known you my whole life. Yep. Uh, my mom babysitted you. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but you're also a really great musician. Thank you. Thank you. And got a, you got a song out, a single yes. called Vices. Mm-hmm. It's really great. I really love it. You're planning on releasing some more material as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so when did you start playing? Um... I so when I when we were growing up, my my siblings and I were growing up. Uh, it was pretty much mandatory for us to <laughs> learn an instrument. So my sister started; she started playing guitar. Um, and then when I was around probably fourth or fifth grade, uh, my dad was like, "Okay, you need to start learning an instrument." And I wanted to be different, so I was like, "Oh, I'll play the piano." I hated the piano, so then I was like, "Okay, I'll play the drums." So I played the drums for about a year, and then I got a little bit bored of it. So then I was like, "Okay, I'll play guitar." So then from then on, I, it was basically, basically a regiment. I had to play every day, practice every day. Um, at the beginning, I just hated it. It was like, I, I was being forced to do it. So I didn't like it. But then as soon as I hit probably seventh grade, eighth grade, I just like, I found a love for it. And so I started playing more than I was supposed to, than I was I, I made to. Um, I started learning songs that I liked. And that's kind of when I first really started loving playing was Mm -hmm. learning some of my favorite songs and um so yeah so that's that's when i started and uh so i'd say i started in fifth grade but i really started playing in seventh and and in middle school yeah that's awesome you've been uh you've been playing for a long time and you have a very musical family so you've grown up with music your whole life and so you've kind of listened to a, a lot of music Mm-hmm. Is there any particular artist or, I don't know, anything or anyone who's really influenced your playing or songwriting? Yeah, um, there's a, a ton. I was very fortunate to have a dad who was loved music, um, much like you. He just had, ever since he was little, just loved music. And so when I was born, I was kind of, my sister um loved playing music and she loved singing she's a great singer um Mm -hmm. but she didn't have she didn't love music in general and like listening to it as much as i did when i first started and so my dad and i really connected on that and so i would just sit in my room and listen to music over and over and over again yeah Uh, he grew up i he he, or rather when i grew up he was listening he taught me a lot of country so it was all it was willie I remember I really fell in love with Johnny Cash um, when I was younger. Um, and then I started going into the seventies. Um, there was uh man, there's, I just, I remember, I remember we got these CDs off a like infomercial and they were called legends and they had like a CD for every decade. And we would just listen to those. And I would just over and over and over again, I fell in love with Led Zeppelin because of those albums or those CDs. Um, and so that's when I first really started loving music. Um, but then once I got older and got a little more serious with music and, and my love for it, I remember 
Bob Dylan in high school, I really started listening to Bob Dylan. I fell in love with him as like, as in, as a musical artist, but then also as uh, I see him as a poet also through music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was the first person that I remember thinking, wow, this music means something beyond yeah. just the magic of music in general. This music, it means something and it's saying something. Yeah. Um, so he was the first one. And then uh, I just kind of from there, I started snowballing with that. And I remember I, my dad had always loved Lucinda Williams. Um, and so within the last, I'd say five years, I've just started rediscovering her for myself and just falling in love with her music. Yeah. Um, recently because of you, I fall in love with Towns Vinzant. I'd known a little bit of his music, but not anybody that I would have listened to a lot. Um, and then within the last year and a half, I'd say I've listened to him. I'm, you know, we were just talking about my Spotify play artist of the year was Towns Vinzant. I listened huh. to him more than anybody. Um, yeah. and he's another one that I just think he, his music means something. And I think yeah, all the early country artists and folk artists, they were, in my opinion, they were the ones that really started that trend of great songwriting yeah, uh, yeah beyond just great music like their music meant something willie hank williams obviously or mm-hmm. one of the earliest mm-hmm. um but yeah recently i'd say towns willie bob dylan they're the ones that i look to of like if i want my music to mean something they'd already they did that how can i emulate that in some way mm-hmm. yeah that's really awesome and i've recently started really getting into leonard cohen mm-hmm yeah, you've told me some stuff to listen to. I've got, gotten really listened really intensely to his first four albums and mm-hmm. his last two albums. Just really good. And he has Absolutely. he has one of those very poetic. Absolutely. He's just a poet by nature. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was gonna say he's probably the mo- one of the most natural in that. Yeah. Absolutely. I before he was even a a singer songwriter. He was a poet and he released books of poems and novels. So I have a couple of his uh oh, cool. of his books in my room. I have his one that he re- that he, his first book of poems that he released twelve years before he even made an album. Oh wow. Awesome. I didn't know about that. I don't I didn't even know about that. That's so cool. Yeah. Like you were saying, you wanted to kind of be able to write music that also meant something, mm-hmm. which I feel like your your song Vices and the other songs of yours that I heard really do that. So how did you, how and why did you write Vices? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good question. And it's, it's one that I always, for uh, what I've seen from you and your music that you've released, it comes naturally to you. I'm sure, I know a lot of artists talk about you have to work at it, but I think you have a come very naturally that you write music and it's meaningful ever since you were little. Right. And I, I've seen that in you and it's so cool. That's not something that I had. And it was always something that I was like, man, I want to write music and I want it to mean something. But every time I'd write something, oh. I'd, I'd like it for a week and I'd play it. And then after that week, I'd think, oh man, that's not that good. And then I'd scrap it. And that was all through going up. That was all through high school. Um, and so I kind of gave up for gave up gave up on it for a long time. Um, and then one day, about probably a month before I released Vices, my friend was texting me. We were talking about writing music, and I was talking about I try to write something 
And then I go and listen to Towns Van Zandt and I think, yeah, I'm, I'm never going to get anywhere near that. What's the point? Um, and we were talking about that and he was saying, well, he was like, oh, here's a song I wrote and he sent it to me. And I was thinking, man, I, have I, do I have any old songs that I wrote that maybe are good enough? And so I found parts of a song and that was parts of vices and that I had written. Oh, yeah. So then I was like, you know what? I'm going to really commit to this. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to finish it. Um, and all of a sudden something clicked. I don't know exactly what it was, but it clicked and I kept writing it and I finished it. And then, um, and it didn't have music to it yet at that point. Mm -hmm. I just had uh, words. And so I wrote music to it and took it to my dad and um, we went over it and then he was like, let's record it. So I recorded it. And then it was the first piece of music that I had recorded of my own. So I thought, well, why not post it? Why not publish it? Um, so I did. So it was kind of a that's awesome. very quick turnaround. Um, and then from there, he and I started writing my next song. Uh, and so, yeah. And, I, and that song itself, uh, Vices, um, I think when I was writing it, when I first started writing it, I, want, I loved storytelling. I love songs that tell a story, especially without going step by step and telling a story, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I think one of my favorites is um, The Night's Too Long by Lucinda Williams. Like, that's a yes. story. But it also, beyond the story that she's telling, it, it depicts a personality. It depicts some who somebody is or beyond what's just this a woman is doing it depicts who she is um yeah and i love i've always loved that and i think don't think twice bob dylan that's another one where it tell it doesn't directly tell a story but it puts these feelings and emotions into the lyrics that i think everybody can connect to and they mm -hmm. place their own experiences around that and formulate a story themselves mm -hmm. um and so i had like little snippets of songwriting that i like lines or lyrics i like that i like the idea of and then i kind of tried to mesh them together and that's where vices came from was awesome. all these little snippets of ideas that i liked that i wanted to put into a song and so that's what happened mm -hmm. it made me think of this what you said earlier how we listen to towns or bob dylan and it would just like i can't write like that mm -hmm. but what I thought was really cool, I'm reading this book about Towns Van Zandt that my buddy lent me. In there, they interview a bunch of artists that knew Towns or just admired Towns and kind of break down what makes it so good. Mm -hmm. But on this interview with Guy, he says, the thing about listening to Towns and knowing his music is that you shouldn't try to write like him, but to find place within yourself to write mm. something that is true mm -hmm. and i thought that was that was really cool very true absolutely yeah i think that's so, super uh, cool yeah and uh like you like you said after you after you did vices something was it kind of clicked and you started writing still mm -hmm. which is a song that you'll be releasing soon mm -hmm. when are you going to be releasing that it should be released on January 20th. I'm still trying to figure out how all of it works, if I'm being honest with you, but January 20th is when it's supposed to be released. Um, that's your goal. That's my goal. And that's when it's like said it's supposed to be released, but there might be an issue. I'm still trying to figure it out, but it should be released January 20th. Okay. So we can 
hope for it soon. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Cool. I feel like the quarantine has been really good for finding music mm-hmm. because for a lot of people, they don't have much to do. So I've found a lot of really cool artists. Is there anyone in particular that you found that you really like during the quarantine? Oh, man. Um, I think Towns is probably the biggest. Well, I didn't necessarily find him, but I he was someone that I really have been listening to this last year and just in over and over and over again, his albums. Um, so he's probably the biggest one. Um, new artists? I'm trying artists, to think it. An artist that's new to you. Right, 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 right. Um, you had said a lot of what I found is from you over this last year. Um, and you sent me, um, Pokey Lafrange, is that how you say his name? Uh, Pokey Lafarge. Lafarge, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you had sent me him, and so I, for about a month and a half, I listened to him over and over and over and over and over again. Um, I love him, he's so cool, yeah, so cool. He's just such a unique sound and that's just such a cool it's it's rare to find something that sounds like that you know and that is that unique have you listened to his to that album rock bottom rhapsody um i think i I have yeah it came out during the yeah 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 yeah, i did my mom told me that uh you were liking end of my rope yes that's probably my favorite song that was that was my favorite song for about three weeks i pretty much just listened to that on repeat awesome this is so cool. <laughs> now that I like write songs and play shows and stuff, it's really different and really fun. Yeah, it's almost different getting to talk to you as like a musician yeah. than just a family member. <laughs> yeah. This is really cool. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to be expecting any more music than still? Yeah, I am. I'm working on some. I want to release. I want to release an EP of five songs this year. That's my goal. So I have two down. Um, and I wanted to release those two just so that I had some music up. Um, and then I'm, so I'm working on writing three more songs. Uh, I have only, I'm only really working on one right now, but I want my goal. I want to set a goal for myself in 2021 to release an EP of at least five songs. Um, and probably re-record the first two. Um, and so that's my goal. Um, awesome. So I'm working on that because I want it to be, I remember I, we, I was watching a uh, documentary. I think it was one called From the Birds to the Eagles. And it was about the LA music scene um, oh, in yeah. the 60s. Yeah, your dad told us about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and one of our favorites. We watched it in like 20 parts on my dad's screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we love that documentary. And then I remember there was a part, I think it was that one where... Um, Don Henley was talking about when they lived in Jackson Brown's basement <laughs> and he was saying the Eagles, when they were first starting after they had um, first started getting on their own, writing their own music, they used to just try to play a mess around and hope something hit somebody and they write a song. That was how they wrote their music. And then he was talking about how he used to listen to Jackson Brown, wake up at six or seven in the morning, put tea on, and go sit at the piano and play the riff for Dr. My Eyes over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And then the tea would go off. He'd go have his tea and write. And then he'd go back and play the intro and the verse over and over and over and over and over again. And then 
He'd go after he's done with his tea, make more. And it was a regimen. It was art and it was beautiful and it was inspired, but he had to work at it. Yeah. And Don Henley was like, oh, that's what we have to do. Like, we can't just sit around and wait for something to hit us. Uh-huh. We're going to have to really put work into it. Um, yeah, to get some like doctor my eyes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you got um, to be doing something, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're going to have to have a lot of inspiration and a lot of work to get something yeah. like that. Um, so that's kind of something like I always think about that. And I want I want to make it a goal and that I want to achieve by the end of this year, which I think I can. Um, and so, yeah, so that's my, that's what I want to do. That's awesome. I'm super excited for that because I've always, I've always loved your music, even though we had some CDs that you <laughs> made of, you know, cover songs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is super awesome. Getting to, getting to hear original music from you. This is yeah. really super Well, thank you. I'm super excited about yeah. it. So everybody go check out Riley Phillips on Spotify, <laughs> iTunes, anywhere you can find him, his, his song Vices. And sometime in January or, Fe- or February still. Mm-hmm. So thanks for doing this interview with me. Oh, awesome. Thank fun. you, Jack. That's uh, that my pleasure and honor to be here. Thank you. Again, this is Jack Barksdale's Rich Revival, and thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.